0: Do, 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 oh, do, oh,
1: no
0: no do, stop the recording stop do, the recording <laughs> do, 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 do. Good evening ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Yin and Yang podcast create out of boredom in lockdown in London I'm Andre
1: I'm Z, and this is How We Agree to Disagree. Something new every single episode, guys.
0: That one was admittedly better than the last two episodes. This episode, we will be covering the second half of the topic shooting your shot. If you've listened to our previous episode, you might remember we discussed... What did we discuss, actually? We discussed the concept of shooting your shot the green and red lights mm-hmm. essentially the go or not to go signals for shooting your shot as well as whether it would it should be normalized that girls shoot their shot instead of always expecting guys to do so and in doing so we also shared some cringe-worthy <laughs> stories of our own so I guess we can get right into it today. We're going to start off with the question for you, I guess for both of us. What is our preferred style of shooting the show? How would you personally confess now, as opposed to perhaps like when you were still in high school? Because I'm sure when you shot shots back then, it was very different to how you're going to do it now as an adult.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think whether my preference is different when I'm on the receiving end or when I'm the one confessing. And I have come to the conclusion that it does not, I think. So I would prefer it to be one-on-one instead of, you know, one of those shooting your shots where you have your friends hide somewhere and then they come <gasps> out and stuff. Um Yeah, so I would prefer one-on-one in person um i know like some people like it over text or like it's not a pussy move i wouldn't say so but like you know some people write out their feelings and then like send it to someone or like um yeah stuff like that but i would prefer just talking because i think your expression sometimes says more than what you're actually saying so i think that helps me as well to kind of prepare myself and stuff like that um also there is i think when when someone talks to you like confesses to you in words it's easier to see your reflex like reflex response and I think that says a lot about how you are going to respond to them like helps you make a decision faster doesn't give you time to overthink um it would be nice if it's like a little bit more effort than usual like say if you've been dating then perhaps like a nicer restaurant or like I don't know like something that makes it a little bit more special. But it doesn't have to be a super grand gesture where it's like super grand or like you hire the musicians, I don't need, like no. So that kind of setting, <laughs> I would say.
0: A mariachi band.
1: Yeah, intimate, but sophisticated and a little bit more effortful.
0: Yeah, that sounds fair. I definitely agree on the one-on-one part and not doing it in front of your friends who mm. are hiding. It's not a proposal. If you're going to shoot your shot, At at someone, and it's just like, oh, do you want to be my boyfriend or girlfriend? I think it's unnecessary pressure, right? Yeah. No, that's definitely, no, no. I can agree with that. I think this is where we're going to differ slightly, but I'm going to pretend that I've like gone to know this girl, we've been dating, but we haven't been like physical or intimate.
1: That's not realistic. Sorry. (laughs) For you.
0: For me, for me, perhaps. But I I guess if I really like the girl and I think if I genuinely really like the girl and I wanted to get to know her and I wanted to date her and and become her boyfriend and I see it going somewhere long term, I wouldn't have tried to sleep with this girl straight away.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It would be like little gestures, like maybe like, you know, bumping into the into the girl and maybe holding their hand as we cross the road or something. But that's it. Because I feel if I was going to shoot my shot on this girl, the, the intimacy, that like a kiss or something like that, would be saved for when I try to make it official. Mm-hmm. So in my head, like, yeah, I'd probably have like a restaurant dinner. I'd probably pay. And then afterwards, um, we'd walk along the riverbank or something like that somewhere or somewhere like nice lights. Ideally, Carnaby Street in London in winter, because it's a little bit cold maybe if anything like a little bit of snow or like a little bit it's like it's (laughs) raining earlier that day it's
1: very like because you he's usually a very much a fuck boy so this is like a different side of um andre but can i also say if you're listening to this um and if you ever in the slightest bit of your mind interested in someone like me (laughs) this is a good play, honestly. Like even a wholesome person. This is actually very wholesome. Like very, very wholesome.
0: It's it's very different to what I would my my normal behavior. You're right. Uh but yeah, it's like slightly like raining and like under Carnaby Streets because Carnaby Street has a lot of like pink, blue, you know those yeah. like yellowy Christmas lights. Yeah. It's really nice. And it lights up your faces in different colors. So like it's it's cute, I think. So uh it would be a nice place to kiss.
1: Aw, it is cute. Aw.
0: I know. It's you know what? Okay, this is less cute, but I tend to take my hinge dates there and I kiss them under Ugh. the lights there.
1: See, see, okay, that's okay, we're back. We're back, guys. Oh, we're back. That was this like a fantasy land where he was <laughs> nicer than usual. Uh yeah, no, I think I, mean, I think go on.
0: I'm just practicing for when I shoot my shot. No, you know, it doesn't I'm work like that. Practicing doesn't on work. other girls.
1: No, 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 it doesn't work like that. We can get to that in future episodes, whether experience matters. I feel like, you know, with people like Andre, I think it's a bit difficult to get creative because I feel like when you meet someone who you generally like, you want to treat them special, but then you've done so many things with so many different girls in so many places. That sounds wrong. (laughs) I'm not talking about sex, guys. It's just, you know, kissing or like dates and stuff like that. It becomes so hard to be original. But this also just bringing it back to the whole shooting your shot thing. I think, you know, if you are dating seriously for the long term, You have to be careful because how you shoot your shots in terms of becoming girlfriend and boyfriend will set the level of future surprises, future proposals, stuff like that. Um, this is one of the stories that um I know, and a lot of people might know actually, if you're listening to this, but one of my ex boyfriend's friends, he's not even my friend's, but like it's a very like famous story. Um, he proposed (laughs) is this a very famous story. He proposed to his now ex-girlfriend. <laughs>
0: so when you say propose, do you mean they oh, were already dating?
1: They were dating there. He is asking her to be his girlfriend. Oh, that's
0: not propose. Yeah, yeah. Okay, confess, confess, confess. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry,
1: sorry. Wrong word. Um, But he rented out um, an Airbnb to create okay. an escape room.
0: That's awesome.
1: And it's awesome, trust me, it's awesome for a proposal. It's not a confession material, I would say, but she he then um half her friends. It's kind of like a bit of an amazing race meets escape room kind of concept. So each of her friends has a clue and throughout the day she is meeting different people who gives her a letter that that is a part of the puzzle that leads to the address of this Airbnb. Okay amazing right yeah it's
0: amazing and then
1: she got into the airbnb and there was like a little bit of puzzles and then like the last room was like full of roses and champagne and like teddy bears and like obviously she said yes right um and then yeah i hope so (laughs) when i listened to this story i was like me and my ex-boyfriend we were listening to this story and we were like yo as in like it's amazing it's impressive and honestly hands down like amazing but at the same time i feel like if that's how you ask her to become your girlfriend how are you going to surprise her on her birthday how are you going to surprise her on the anniversary how are you you know you are you're setting the bar a bit too high and i think relationships a big part of relationship is just expectation management you would Mm -hmm. you would want progression you know don't max out in the first go
0: i agree and i don't want this to turn into like a relationship advice part but yeah it's something i would do i wouldn't do sorry is set the bar too high I mean, okay, here's like a concept. Like people like to surprise their significant other on their birthdays, right? With like, I don't know, a cake or like a fancy dinner. But yeah, if on your on the first birthday you spend with your significant other, you I know, rent out the Ritz fucking Carlton, how, what are you gonna do for the next one? Fly her to Bali with I don't know. But it it just goes to show, yeah, you're right. Expectation management is important and <laughs> Don't set a bar too high like that. Definitely not in, uh, like, sh- when you shoot your shot. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple. Just <laughs> if the the best way would, I think the best scenario would be where you don't spend money beyond like the dinner. You it's just like a dinner. You spend some money there, but when you confess your feelings, it's like more intimate. It's more about the the connection that you two have, as opposed to like the grandiose gesture that you've you know weaved for her, you know, or for him or her. So, I'm actually, ooh, that story is so. uh. What if she rejects you? Uh. What what if she rejected him? Right? (laughs) Yeah. And if anything, okay, I'm sure he'd read the signs, and she was going to say yes anyway, but. Because she got, he got her friends involved, right? Yeah. So he sort of knew. But what if, like, this goes back to, like, the, the proposal thing, doing it in front of all the friends. What if, like, she didn't want to give him an answer or she didn't feel the same way? She, and she'd probably feel bad saying no because he'd put in so much effort. So... That's like emotional blackmail, essentially. So, no, nah, I wouldn't do that. Definitely not. And, oh, wait, here's a good question. All right. Let's go back to my story of me confessing my feelings to a girl. This mm-hmm. hypothetical story, of course,
1: Yeah.
0: of me confessing to a girl in Carnaby Street. And despite my expertise <laughs> in reading women, okay. <laughs> despite thinking I'd read all the signs correctly, she says, no, how should I react? What would you like? What do you think should be the next step? Do I just leave?
1: <laughs> uh, it's a funny scenario. I think I would hope the girl who rejects you provide more than just a no, at least an explanation of why mm. it's a no. Um, perhaps it's timing. Perhaps um, there is no attraction. already. Perhaps, you yeah. know, there are different reasons. Um, but I think how you work would be based on the reasoning, whether it makes sense, whether you see it, whether you don't, don't just leave. Um, I think it also depends whether you see her as a person that you want to keep in your life or not as a friend. Um, you don't, you can, I don't think you can do it right away. As in like, if you shoot your shot, and she say, no, you can't be friends right away. But, um, I think you can just be like, oh, thank you for being honest. Um, I would really still like to have you in my life because I think you've been such a positive force. But obviously, <laughs> I need time to recover from this. So give me a couple of weeks or like a couple of months. I don't know how much time you need, you know. But like, um, but yeah, it'd be good to just reconnect and like hang out. And obviously, like, you know, people fall in love and fall out of love all the time. Just like yeah, but I, I don't think that's your style. I feel like you would just like that's a goodbye. I feel like if she says no,
0: yeah, it would be for me. So. I wouldn't ditch her straight away at that point. Of course not. I'd like, uh, I don't know, walk her back to the tube station or walk mm. her back home and then go home. But um, because of my style of meeting, you know, like potential partners, they're not my friend. Yeah. I'm not part of their friend group. And so I don't believe in this. Let's just be friends mentality. I don't, I don't think, I won't be friends with this girl because I got to know her because I wanted to date mm-hmm. her.
1: Yeah, and
0: you. it sounds bad, but it's also because I guess people would think it's because oh we were friends beforehand and then now we can't be friends. Whereas in reality, I was dating this girl in order to to, to make her my girl to ask her to be my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and so if she's not going to be my girlfriend then there's no point us hanging out one-on-one in a yeah. dating style. And we have no mutual friend group to hang out with. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's a goodbye. Uh, yeah, There is no let's just be friends.
1: In that case, then I would suggest saying thank you for being honest. And then I'm like, um, sorry, it didn't work out. And then I think humor goes a long way in making this less awkward for both parties. Mm. So you're usually pretty good at cracking jokes. Like I would suggest having just kind of be be chill about it. Be cool. Don't oh, definitely, definitely. Don't be those guys who are like, what do you say, no? Like what's wrong with me? Like mm, mm. no, no, no. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that that's even more unattractive and she definitely wouldn't be interested in you if you were like, "Oh, is it, you know, and then you start pointing out your own faults." to all the gentlemen out there you shouldn't you shouldn't change yourself for a girl so uh if she says no it's just a no and just move on don't don't worry don't worry too much about it there's other girls I'd slowly like just distance myself from her yeah probably this is all hypothetical because this has never happened to me
1: yeah um <laughs> yeah no i think also that's helpful for anyone who haven't thought that far because i think sometimes you know one of my closest friends always basically, um, when I liked a guy, I told one of my closest friends and then um, I asked him, can you like, sound it out a little bit with him? As in like, check if there is interest on his side. And then he asked me, are you ready for the answer to be a no? And then I'm just like, yes. Um, And then he was like, are you ready for the answer to be a yes? Huh, not really. Because I wasn't expecting the guy to like me back. I think in any scenario when you're, like, when you're putting a decision on someone else's control be ready for both actually all three because it could be a yes or no or a wait i need some time you know so like be ready for all three and how you would react like at least plan it out in your head don't just don't just like lose composure um yeah
0: i'm trying to think how i'd react if a girl said i need time
1: surely you'll just be understanding accommodating yeah no big deal i'm, I'm
0: sure i'm sure i'd be like that it's just in my head i don't i guess that would I would be annoyed at myself because I would have thought I'd made it sort of clear, mm. right? I would have showed intent, and the fact that she hadn't picked up on that meant that I'd failed at some point to show my intent.
1: Hmm. Well, nah, maybe no. I think there could be two things. There could be that that's more kind of like misreading your signs but it could mm-hmm. also be internal on the girl's part maybe she's just not ready internally for anyone not just you regardless of no the that's bad. fair yeah
0: I, I even if it was me like uh i can i can think of a scenario the girl she likes me but she knows my serial dating past and what i'm that i can be very flirty and I can understand if she would be hesitant to enter a relationship with me because just of my character. Yeah. So I can understand if she was a bit hesitant and I would not hold that against her. Yeah. If she said like, yeah, I like you too, but I don't know if we will work out because, and then, then be like, yeah, take your time. I'll try and convince her that, you know, I'm not, in a relationship I wouldn't be that kind of guy
1: mm. yeah Ooh. this brings up another case study that I think is quite interesting in terms of case study. style of I know <laughs> I'm so corporate but like um, in terms of the style of shooting your shots some in Asian culture it's very common for the girl to not very common but I think it's more often than in the western world that the girl might say wait I need some time to think and kind of mm. so in Um, I have heard three or four stories. So I'm 22 years old. So three or four stories. Okay, you can kind of ballpark how often or how rare it is, right? But like of basically a second phase of dating that's more intentional than the first phase of dating in between her saying, wait, I need some time and her saying yes. Oh, Um, okay. So sometimes the girls like I have heard stories where the girls are like, you used to be a player, so I can't trust you. Um so I want 6 months of <laughs> you showing me proving to me that you're committed. You don't date other girls, you stick to me, we keep dating but we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. 6 months period. Like a trial trial period lah. So
0: so this is this is what I can expect if uh, I if if you introduce me to your friends, huh? I have a trial period.
1: You shouldn't, Three expect, strikes anything. And I'm out. You shouldn't expect anything. You shouldn't expect anything because I'm not going to introduce oh, you. Come
0: on. <laughs> fine. Fuck you fine. <laughs> i'll go find my own girls
1: you can but... you have been
0: <laughs> yeah but <laughs> but no i've heard i've heard the wait i need some time to think not personally but yeah you're right in asian culture asian dating it seems quite common and i know a few guys throughout i'm a little bit older than z so i've seen it quite a bit more and the girls tend to wait like a week or two and I've always thought that they want to think like if it would work out but I also feel like because Asian dating has a lot of like face and like uh, status to it they're probably like going to their friends and like asking like oh do you think we'll work out do you think he's a good he'd be a good boyfriend And so that's why they need this time to think. They need this one week to essentially gather the approval of the council of female friends, and then they'll give the guy the answer. Once all the female friends are like, yes, I approve this young man. I don't think it'll happen to me. I feel like I have read the signals enough that It would be a yes. I wouldn't have shot my shot if I wasn't 100% convinced that she was going to say yes.
1: Fair. No, I can see that happening for you. Not sure for me. If you want to find out why, listen to part one. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. Great story. Oh, I think also, you know, when someone, I think on the flip end, if you're on the receiving end and someone shoot their shot, and you, your first instinct is not to say yes, not to say no, but to say wait. Sometimes I wonder, what does that say about the relationship? Does it mean that it's off to a rocky start already? I don't think so.
0: I think if someone says wait, if anything, it's a sign that they want to be more careful with the relationship, and they value giving you an honest answer rather than rushing head headfirst into saying yes Mm. and not actually liking the guy or sorry guy or girl because sometimes you i feel like for some people they didn't they might not realize they like a person back until they have a little bit of time to process it also like if some someone just came up to me right now and said like hey i like you do you want to be my boyfriend um well, first of all, I wouldn't know how to answer straight away. I, my brain would take like maybe 10 seconds of process. be like, sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Um, and then that's probably not the best way to say it, but it's because I, I feel like I... Sh- Although in part one, I told a story about how I had no idea that girl liked me and when she confessed, I was so shocked. I feel like nowadays... I'd have been able to see it, and so if she'd somehow caught me off guard, then I genuinely had no fucking idea, and I would need a few seconds of process, and I probably don't see her that way, and I'd probably, after that ten seconds, be like, hey, I'm not really interested in you, Um, I don't see you that way, and yeah, sorry, should you even apologize?
1: I think you should, but it's kind of like, obviously you did nothing wrong, but it's just a gesture of appreciation in a way because she has put her feelings out there.
0: Yeah, that's probably right. You're right. I'll, I'll apologize. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, oh, getting rejected sucks. I think back in like high school, I liked a girl. I can't, was it high school? Yeah. It must've been high school. I liked a girl and I asked her out. And she said no. And I remember it fucking hurt. It fucking hurt.
1: This is pre-fuckboy or post-fuckboy?
0: This is pre-fuckboy. Definitely. I was a... I was a very... I think I was a very uh, naive Hollywood romantic kind of guy. Back then, I was more, you know... I was more green. I hadn't been... Through the wars, and my crusade had not begun. Yeah, back then I th- I remember it hurt. It hurt a lot, and I remember lying in my bed in my room, I just sort of like lying. Oh wait, they can't see. Okay, yeah. I was lying. In- I was lying in my bed. <laughs> That's funny. On the side, and you know, like I probably had like some sad music playing, and like I remember it felt like a pit in my stomach, and. Yeah, getting, getting rejected sucks. And so I can see why. And I I see why no one really wants to shoot their shot. Or it's it's difficult yeah. to summon up the courage, especially if you've been rejected before.
1: Yeah. Oh, I have a question. Mm. In your experience as a fuckboy, I'm assuming you have gotten rejected a lot of times because it's a numbers game.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, true.
1: So, do you still, does it, you know, when you go up to a girl in a club, for example, and then she still says no, does it still feel as bad as the first time you walk up to a girl and she says no? It's like, do you, have you built up that resilience?
0: Yeah, you do build up a resilience, definitely. And if anything, in the whole like, you know, like dating pickup culture, there's like, exercises and like essentially conditioning that you do let's say you want to like hit on girls in the club you're supposed to do it as much as possible and get rejected as much as you can because eventually you just don't care anymore you you're right you build a resilience you become resilient to it and it doesn't hurt so you have no more fear and so you will just happily go up to a girl in the club and say hey Blah 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 blah, and then she rejects you, and you're like, okay, cool, move on. Some people will look at that and think like, oh, that guy's such a such a dick. He just <laughs> goes from girl to girl and like, you know, hits on them. And when he re- he gets rejected, does he have no shame? <laughs> and it's not that he has no shame, but he just doesn't give yeah. a fuck. Mm. He doesn't care, and I think that's a good state but this is a bit different right from just shooting your shot this is shooting your shot in the club versus shooting Mm -hmm. your shot in a relationship setting and that i don't think i'll ever be immune to that definitely not i don't think anyone would be and if you somehow are okay with being rejected and you're just like oh okay whatever then something's probably wrong with you. You've probably asked too many girls to be your girlfriend.
1: Maybe evaluate. <laughs> is it just a crush or is it actual feelings?
0: Yeah, because if it's actual feelings, I don't. I think no matter how many times you go through it, if someone says no, it will hurt. And yeah. that's probably why I don't really confess my feelings, I guess. Maybe I I'm, maybe I'm just hiding. <laughs> that's why I only shoot my shot um to girls in the club because like, you know, I that I'm just used to it. But, you know, relationships, ooh, that's a whole different ball game. That's uh, more on Z's side, not me.
1: Yeah, because Andre's bullets are BB gun bullets whereas shooting your shot for a relationship is like a fucking like Glock.
0: Yeah, it's an actual bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't imagine. I don't know. I'm I don't shot. think you'll
1: ever be immune to it. Um never. I think it's I perhaps it's something that's more similar to job applications in a way because yeah. you are more invested. You put yourself out there, you put your accomplishment literally like say I don't know, first job 21, 22 years old, you know? Like you've put 22 years of achievements in front of people who are, you know, qualified are you and then they're just like, "Nah, mate."
0: <laughs> you know? I'm- no not okay, this is like to continue on the job application track. You've probably completed like some like assessment centers. you've probably done some interviews. You've probably had to write like some cover letter, so you've invested a good amount of time, mm-hmm. and it's the same with a, when you shoot your shot in a relationship setting. You've probably spent the last month, two months hanging out with this person, and now you're you're putting it all on the line, and uh, yeah. So, if you, the moral of the story or the takeaway, I think, is it will always hurt regardless of how often you do it. I think it's important that you get rejected in this sort of setting at least once in your life because then you'll know what it's how the other person feels. If so, if someone shoots their shot on you, you'll know how that person feels if you say no. And so you'll be more understanding and more caring in Mm. the answer that you give. That's true. Whereas if you've always, if you've been lucky and you've always heard yes, you won't ever know that feeling. And it's important. It's important. It's like I've heard my friends who broke up with their girlfriends say, I'm glad that I went through a breakup, because it Mm. made me mature as a person. And I think this is like, in the same vein, just a bit, you know, a bit more chill, not chill, sorry, but a bit more lighthearted, you get rejected, and you gain that experience. So you know how it feels. And yeah. it will help you develop as a person, I think. and so uh-huh. I think everyone should be rejected at least once
1: yeah or
0: like obviously it doesn't mean go out and shoot your shot at someone who you would obviously say no to you. Mm. It's different. you have to you have to be invested in this person
1: wait have you have you had have you hit your quota of getting rejected?
0: yeah I think like once or twice, twice
1: oh, okay twice, I didn't know yeah. I didn't know that. I was young, oh.
0: and I can see why they rejected me. Um, I hit puberty quite late. Um, <laughs> I was a, I'm not I'm not a, a huge guy, but I didn't hit like a proper growth spurt until I was like sixteen and a half. So I was one of the smaller guys in my year group. Keeping and also I had no sense of style. I had a terrible haircut. I had acne, I was sorry, I was can a, I just I was say shy <laughs> You're Go saying
1: on. all of this in past tense? So how about the present tense, man? Sorry. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. No, I'm getting going. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely uh I I was not the finest catch. And so I can see why they rejected me.
1: You know when you shoot your shot? The whole question of like do you wanna be my girlfriend or do you wanna be my boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Um does it have to be asked or can it be implied?
0: I think it's safer to be asked, right? To be direct and explicit about it. Because I could, let's say hypothetically, I never said, like, oh, we're going to be girlfriend, boyfriend. And we just sort of like settled into this relationship style, into a relationship without ever defining it. And then like uh, a few months later, I meet another girl and I'm like, oh, she's cute, whatever. And I go, you know, sleep with her, whatever. But and then this pseudo girlfriend of mine would be like, oh, how could you cheat on me? But we never define the relationship and it creates this like weird gray area. So I think it's better to be explicit.
1: Ideally, yes. No, I agree. Yeah. You know what? You know what I've realized? The first episode is really the only episode where we argue. The rest is just us imparting life experiences and wisdom. Just saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I think, if anything, the first episode set the tone. And it showed that we're both, we have very different views in terms of how we would date. But we're both decent human beings. I, I'd I like to think that I'm a decent human being. I know you are. Um, so obviously we're going to agree on things like shooting your shot and, you know, just generally being a good person in a relationship.
1: Yeah. Wait, mm. are all fuckboys actually nice? Like your friends who are fellow fuckboys, are they?
0: I think in terms of in a relationship, I think they're nice. Oh. I think they're definitely nice
1: oh my god we should do another episode on taming fuckboys and i want yeah to i think hear. that'd be good yes. so
0: listeners please if you want to hear that one like uh me exposing fuckboys and uh giving tips on how to tame a fuckboy uh you know let us know on the instagram and uh maybe we'll do it If there's enough interest. But
1: also, like, share this podcast with five friends without specifying who are in the podcast if you know who we are. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we want it to spread, but we don't want it to spread in a way that people know it's us. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, I mean,
0: I would like to, you know, meet some nice girls. And if they discover this podcast, then, you know, I'm I'm essentially just ruining my chances before that's, even meeting that's them. not
1: true that's not true i've just said we are actually agreeing quite a lot like you just mm. said fuck boys you made your case already fuck boys made nice boyfriends Bruh. come on no 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 can't wait <laughs> that that the argument but, doesn't work anymore now i'm gonna share with all my yeah. nice girls but yeah um,
0: well i guess we can start or wrap up that episode and hopefully we've imparted some thought some wisdom we aren't relationship experts but. I think, you know, you would do well to heed our advice. And (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) That's so formal. But yeah, no, we are definitely not relationship experts. Like we're just doing this for bands. But at the same time, the things that we actually say are based on evidence. True stories. Yeah.
0: And yeah. And like the things we hear from our friends. And so, yeah, probably listen to us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, guys, as always, please. Uh, Follow us on Instagram uh, at yinandyang.podcast and and DM us on any topics that you want us to cover um, or any feedback that you have for this episode. Maybe DM us about how you love hearing Z's voice on the podcast. Um, (laughs) Yeah, thank you guys for all listening. Um, Thank you for tuning in today.